Now that was me that got a WhatsApp message, not you. Don't need to check it. It was me. Hey, how you doing? Welcome into twitch.tv forward slash Uploads. My name is Graham D. And as well as WhatsApp, I'm joined by Bibbit. I'll read Bib. Good afternoon, Graham. At half past three in the afternoon. Nice. Yeah. So we got the last time we streamed from this setup, me at home, uh, you at home. We were pretty nice and on time, I think. Was that Monday? Did we do a nice early one on Monday? It uh, could have been. It was like pretty much 10 a.m. ish. I'm sure it was. Oh, that could have been Tuesday. I don't know. Whatever. We streamed earlier at one point this week and now we didn't. Get over it. God damn. Now, welcome in. How are you all doing? Uh, as mentioned, if you don't know who we are, my name is Graham. This is Bib. We are Ice Cream Uploads, and in true ice creamy fashion, this is the scoop. You case number one video game podcast. If I'll, I'll have you know. How are you doing? How are you doing? Hey, 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 hey. The reason I'm saying hey a lot is because I've just, do you know that thing where you, you move your mouse and then it disappears on your screen well i have like 17 <laughs> screens so i was there going hey while i was like trying to figure out where the fucker has gone but i found it nice um yes no this is the scoop we will bring you the biggest the best and the breaking stories in the world of video games and our thoughts and impressions we want to hear your thoughts and impressions so please if you are watching live on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads where we go live each and every single weekday do give us your thoughts and impressions and then your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions that's kind of how the whole thing works please please do feel free to get involved. And it's important that you do because not only are we live on Twitch, but the live stream is turned into a podcast, a video on YouTube and an audio podcast on iTunes and Spotify and Amazon Music and Google Play. And that's a lot of places where over 200,000 people have watched and listened to this podcast and around. So please do feel free to get involved. Say hey in the chat if you want. It's fine. We've got any more for that. If you're a sub, obviously. And if you're a sub, you could have been... Like Pistol Mike or Pistol Pete, whatever his name is. Pist Pistol of the Roller. Nice. Um, he bagged himself a prize just for being a subscriber to this channel. And decided they didn't want it and gave it away. So guess who won it? Beans. Beans. <laughs> Via a third party. Yeah. Someone was like, well done, Beans. He's like, well, Beans it is then. So that's it. Beans has got it. Beans has got, got a copy of Resident Evil uh for the remake for ps5 don't think beans even knows yeah. this yet because he's not responded or acknowledged uh so i'm gonna see if beans wants it if beans doesn't want it I'll, I'll, we'll see what happens if he does then we'll, we'll see what happens nice nice yeah exactly fuck this shit i'm out shout out to pistol mike why not because i'm not gonna all right then well i will pistol mike Absolute legend for passing on that code. I know you couldn't use it because it's a part of the A because you're in an A, but legendary behavior that for looking after one of your mates, or at least showing beans some love because he doesn't get that much of it anymore from the ice cream boys. Yeah. He gets shat on. Yeah. No, no, no. Massive, massive appreciation for that. Uh, usually what we'd have done is rolled up with a, do you want an ice cream uploads baseball cap instead? Um, but <laughs> we sold the last of the ICU curved peak baseball caps today. So we are, mm -hmm. as of now, completely sold out of ice cream uploads curved peak baseball caps. There is only the secondary selection left of flat peaks. Uh, so, yeah. We, there's only like 10 of those left. Yeah. Like we've done extremely well to be able to shift this much merch. I never thought we'd get through it, if I'm being honest. No, absolutely. But, like, So we we asked how many people wanted, and then we bought extra, thinking, do you know what? We'll have hats for the rest of forever then. Um, and they're all gone. They're all gone, pretty much. So, so yeah, basically, Pistol Mike isn't getting a hat because we don't have that many hats left. So we didn't have an option to, to offer him something else. Uh, so, yeah, we didn't get to swap it out. So we was like, no, oh, that's fine. I don't mind being here. One of the boys, I'll just pass it on to someone else. So, nice. 
Nice. Love that. Uh, Shoots says the hat is ordered, and there you go. I didn't want to name names, but Shoots is the one. Shoots is the last person to have bagged one of these. Blackout, mm-hmm. ICU, first batch uh, baseball caps. We'll probably get some more at some point because no doubt people will want some, but we're probably not going to get Blackout. Or if we are, we'll get something different. Or we might go. Mm-hmm. I'm still feeling. I'm still feeling the plain black vibe, uh, but not not blackout completely. Like black hat, but maybe a different color scheme ish. A bit of a hint yeah. of color somewhere else or something to mix it up. For we anyone. have to keep that font though. That font is incredible. On oh, front. I mean, this one's tight as fuck. Like I've I used this one. This was my COVID golf hat. So he got rinsed for about eighteen months playing in all conditions. So this one's a little bit tight. My baseball cap. Is in a lot better condition, but I forgot it in the car. But the, the durability has been... It sounds like a massive upsell, but we've got fucking none left to sell, so I'm just going to carry on with it. This, it, it's just... I never thought when you said that we were going to be getting them that the condition of them and the quality was going to be as good as they are. Like they're, they're unbelievable. I am I am incredibly <laughs> proud of how good they are. G- genuinely, like, like it's not a sell anymore because we're, we're pretty much sold. There's only flat peaks left um, and only a few of those. But... Like, now they're all gone and there's no cell. I feel comfortable with saying it. I mean, I've, I've always felt comfortable saying it anyway, but, like... Buy that shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, like, if I'll show you on the blue one, we only had a few of these uh, made up. These were only a test run to look like the LA Dodgers style of hat. So you can see it more. Like, proper ridge embroidered printing on the front for the Ice Cream Uplos logo. Nice little subtle twitch bit on the side, a bit like you'd see a new era hat. We've got a twitch glitch on the mm-hmm. side. And the bit when Wobbles got his hat the other day at format and he saw this bit on the inside that people don't usually see, the uh, twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads with the twitch glitch inside. He was like, oh, yeah, that is a really nice touch. I didn't even know that was going to be on there. And Wobbles, I don't think, has taken his hat off since. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Mrs. Wobbles has accepted that as part of their routine now. So... <laughs> Um, gets to the shower hat on hasn't yeah. washed his hair in about three weeks <laughs> so yes but we do have we still we do still have stuff for sale we still have these ice cream upload shirts that will make you look 100% more hench let me go big um, balls I pressed the wrong screen I went to full bib. screen yeah I said let me go to the big bib I wanted to bring you full screen but instead I paused the stream instead fuck <laughs> <laughs> there he is nice Nice. But yeah, we still, we still have uh, gamers apparel shirts and stuff like that. Bear in mind, and it comes with a very small caveat, the shirts are amazing. However, you'll be waiting a while for them. Um, the, the delivery times are outrageously long at this moment in time, but I don't think you'll regret your purchase. Probably one of the cheapest esports jerseys that are out there. I think it's, is it 24 quid? Or 24 something like 99. that. Yeah. 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 I mean, it Compared works out, like 35, it works out 40 quid. as more. Don't get me wrong. Oops. Still says Bibby's in the ICU studio. Naturally, it's always in the wrong way. Uh, it, it, it does work out more because you've got postage and I think VAT is separate or something like that. So it works out as like 30-ish, but we don't earn on that. We've bottomed out the mm-hmm. price. So if, you, if you've if you ever had a Games Apparel store, and I think it's the same on most of the merch stores and things like that, um, you can choose how much percentage markup you want to get. We just went, Bruh! just bottom everything. So that's why you can get t-shirts for $9.99. The eSports jersey is $24.99. Most places, eSports jerseys are like 75 quid. And I'm like, Bruh. yeah. Okay, we can no get way. them for $24.99 for people. Yes, please, we'll do that. So apart from the waiting time, Gamers Apparel's pricing system is, is really good for people. Uh, so, so yeah. However, the one thing I will say is that the shirts that are $9.99 and the hats that are about, I think they're about 10 quid, 15 quid as well, they are not as good quality as these. So that's why we had these hats made up. We wanted hats that we would wear day in, day out, week in, week out. Like if, you, if, you, if you're a baseball cap wearer, 
you wear your hat to death. Like, it's hot outside. Yeah, I'm going to sweat in it. Oh, football. Yeah, I'll sweat in it. Oh, it's raining. Oh, I better put a hat on. Or some of that sort of stuff. And your hat takes shit. So if it's something that's going to fall to bits, it's no point. So that's why we got these made up. So we are proper hype. This is not meant to be a big, big merch sell segment. It's turning into that sort of thing via merch, by the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're really good. They're genuinely really good. So happy that we've managed to sell them all. Thank you very much, Shoots, for uh, getting the last hat. And also, Shoots is going on, on his jollies as well. So hopefully he can represent. That'll be ICU being represented in yet another country then. I mean, we're at, we're at download at this moment in time. We should have sent Chappers with a giant fucking flag, shouldn't we? Why didn't we think of that? Yeah, uploads that download. Fuck me. <laughs> it's there. We've missed it. We've absolutely missed it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, why didn't we think of that? Fuck me. Right, okay, Honestly. we need to make that a point next year. Yeah, anyone anyone going to download next year? When the, when it, when the headliners get announced for next year, let us know. <laughs> we'll sort some out. <laughs> ICUXQVC. Uh. Uh, QVCU. <laughs> well, I mean, Nietzsche just sent me a picture of my face with the limited edition hat, which I don't even have, by the way. Like, the Rice Cream World's hat, and I do not have any of the... We only have five, so I was never going to take one home, but yeah, uh, Nietzsche's got a limited edition one, and he just sent a picture of him holding it in front of the screen with my face. So I've so got one. Close Nietzsche's got one. Precision's got one. Yeah. Is there still two in the studio? Because I thought there was only one. They might still. Be... I think there's one in the box and one on the shelf. Ah, okay. There is two. so that's where it is. There is only five of those made up. So there was there we initially got five blue hats, five black curve peak, and five black flat peak. Like this was two years ago when we got the first trial through and we realised just how good they were. That's when we went and bought again. We didn't bother with the blues anymore because nobody really wanted them. So that's why they're, they're like proper rare. That was the that was the the trial, the, the limited edition, the pilot yeah. episode of hats kind of thing. So the fact that Nietzsche's got one of them, I mean, that's what you get when you get 420 subs on the channel. Like, God damn! Mm -hmm. <laughs> People said the other day when we were talking about the uh, um, Double Trouble League, completely forgot what it's called, and he was like, we should we should make it be based on, on how many subs you've gifted. Good, you shouldn't have one, you dog bullier. <laughs> For anyone that doesn't know that conversation, you're not going to know. All you need to know is bullies dogs. That's it. That's fine. Nice. And for now, though, let's jump back up through the uh, chat lake. Welcome in. <laughs> Welcome in. Cat guy anyway. Yeah, Pozzo. Uh, finish him. Yeah, did you see the uh, finish him? I know it's an old joke, but there was a finish him thing popped up on Facebook. So I was like, I've got to tag that in Lake. Uh, and the Discord with Lake because he's, he's now started his holidays and stuff now. So let's give him some finish him love. Nice. Um, uh, time. The time is 3.24 and 44 seconds p.m. for Ice Cream Uploads, which is basically 10 a.m.-ish. Uh, and then 16 seconds, Tito did the same and says, I saw JMK said it too, but I wanted to do it anyway to reinforce the message. Make use of the revolutionary sprinkle system, unless you're Nietzsche. Hey. Uh, JMK, Tito, good good after morning-ish. I'll read. Aye, 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 aye. Ham, not ham. Ham? I just read the hi and said ham. I meant to say pee honey. <laughs> yeah. I apologize sincerely. Has Ham finished his stream? He might have done. So he might be in here now. So now we can say bad things about him. If he's streaming, it's not. there's no point. You want to say it if you know he's going to be potentially sat there. Sorry for calling you Ham, P. Honey. I could have called you many, many insulting things, but for somehow I managed to go right for the worst. I take it back. I apologize. Also, Kenneth Cobra, thank you for your six-month bib. How are you doing? Hey, do you know I was talking about you last night, briefly, Kenny? Um, because a... Uh, a beamer with the number plate Kenny came flying past me last night and um, 
for a split second, I was like, Kenny, that better not be Kenny Cobra. He's not too far away from this part of the world. <laughs> anyway, if it would have been you, you'd have been a dick because whoever was driving this blue Beamer with a Kenny number plate was driving like a twat, like cutting people up, flying past on the motorway and so on. But then life, life found a way. Life became majestic as pottering along uh, in my little Astra. We see Kenny on the uh, hard shoulder. He'd been pulled over by, by a police car. Lol. <laughs> Lol. There you go. I mean, me and Daniel always have the conversation. When you see someone driving like a twat, it's like that. Put that. That's the kind of prick that never gets caught, that always gets away with it. Not Kenny. <laughs> today. Uh, nice. GG's that guy. Nice. Also, um, I was chatting to Nietzsche about it last night. Nietzsche did a check on the number plate because he was like, oh, I'm going to find out more about this guy. Had an MOT that expired last year. So not only was he speeding, he had no MOT. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> anyway, there you go. Um, Beans means wins. Exactly. Beans means wins. Nice. 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 Cookies, how you doing? Welcome in. It's a man in a banana board. Ah, no. Uh, exclamation mark rigged. Uh, Beans has 48 hours to claim it. Five minutes left and he will claim it. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. If nobody actually tags Beans or tells Beans uh, that he's had his prize rolled over, I mean, technically, that's not really right because technically it has been redeemed. Well, that's interesting. We'll give him 48 hours and then we'll re-roll it anyway. Uh, <laughs> Pistol Mike hadn't realised he'd won until I mentioned it in his stream. There you go. You could have you could have done him dare. You could have done him dare. Uh, got a, a limited edition blue and white one for sale. 4K if anyone wants one. 4K, it's 1080p, mate. What are you on about? Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't realise Beans would win. <laughs> <laughs> Can I pre-order one of the new ones now? No. Um, do you know how... how I'll do that sooner rather than later. In, no, I say that, not for the next couple of weeks. I'm off to New York, but I will start the comms with our supplier on that and, and start the comms on getting new hats like designed and priced up so you guys can have a look sit, and see and see what you're thinking, yeah? Right, nice. Uh, have you seen Wobble's hairline? I wouldn't take it off either. Woo! <laughs> Tito, sheesh. You could tell he was playing football Oof. with him last night. Uh, Wobble's has done unspeakable things in his hat. Oh, I bet. Beans, uh, beans, the musical fruit. The more you eat, the more you... Beans is just <laughs> gassing his way through the mic. Sorry, 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 Beans. Um, will it make my non-existent beard as glorious as you two cuties? I don't know. Yes. If you're buying one of the hats, yes. Yeah, it will. If you want the truthful answer, probably not. But if it, if it means that you're going to buy one from us, then yes. Yes, it will. Ooh. I mean, I, I was a 12-year-old boy until I put this hat on and now I got a face full of hair. And Bibby's had his out on 15 minutes, and now look at him. <laughs> yeah. Too much fucking air. I need to go and have an haircut, like, seriously. It's getting out of hand. Uh, Sunday slash Monday for me is when I'm going to get my trimmage, just before I disappear. Uh, yeah, I need to leave it, like, two or three days before an event, just in case, because I've only ever had it once, where I've gone for a Turkish shave, and I've had a really bad skin reaction to it. Um, so I'd have to leave it, like, a couple of days before I'm doing something now, just to make sure that I'm not going to an event like fucking Jerry the Berry. Face is just bright red. Jerry the Berry. <laughs> No, I in two or three days it's all back. So that's just like a waste of time <laughs> for me. So nah, I, I get it cut and then I'm literally like, I get out of the cab. The guy's like, why the fuck am I giving you a shave in the cab? I've got the planes there, mate. If I, nah, if, if if I get it cut on Monday and I go on the cruise, well, the flight on Tuesday. By the time I get off the flight on Tuesday, I've got it's like three o'clock in the morning. I've got a five p.m. shadow kind of thing. Like, nah. <laughs> yeah, damn. Uh, I want it. I do drive like a twat. Yeah, but you're our twat, Kenny. That's what matters. You're our Kenny. Uh, I'm probably the only way that has asked uh, Ham for my pizza in... Uh, that Has that asked Ham for my pizza in a Jewish pizzeria? Can, 
I don't know the significance. Did, can Jewish people not eat ham? I don't know. I don't know enough about different religions. So I'm going to go, okay. <laughs> I still am ashamed about that. Uh, all the cucumbers in the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, funny asteroid, don't you dare do it. What's he doing? What's he doing? Sold. Nice. How's you doing business when you cook it? Jim, uh, <laughs> had my yearly hairdo now. Five are well spent. Oosh. Yeah, I've, we've got... We've got uh, hardware slash skills left over from lockdown. When lockdown started, we bought some clippers and Danielle started cutting my hair. And everyone else that I know that had like at-home haircuts, they'd be like, the bloke's going up to the missus. Um, I mean, all husbands, but all my, in my instance, it was all missus, all miss, missus were going, can you just, can you give me a cut? And they ended up with like a number one all round. Uh, whereas I'm like, I want, I want uh, a high fade, uh, please. Yeah, just cut it in and I want you to like proper. Uh, anyway, Danielle suddenly became the most qualified barber in the world. She was phenomenal. So since then, I've saved shitloads of money because I will go and get my hair cut and then Danielle will just like bring the sides up to neat while the top bit grows out until the top gets too long. And then I'll go, okay, I'll go get it cut properly again. And then, yeah, nice, nice. There's no way I'm letting Samantha touch my barnet again. Not a chance. <laughs> it wasn't too bad, but now I'm at the threat of I don't really want to wear a hat all the time. I swear to God, I thought I was going bald. I still think I'm going bald-ish. So I'd try not to wear hats as much because Jack got in my head. I know we mentioned Jack all the time. If you don't know who Jackie, uh, Jack is, he was a dab on the haters. He works at Gillamine. He does dab on the haters uh, every single day. Lord, Lord Commander. (laughs) Nietzsche requested it. There you go. (laughs) There you go. There you go. That's at least one donation. Um, But yeah, um, since he said you wear a hat too much and you might be going bald, he's got in my head rent free. He's in there every single time I go to put a hat on. Uh. Nietzsche says, what's a username? A username is the name that you have to define yourself. Uh, like yours, Nietzsche123, that would be your username. How, how do you not know this? I mean, I do know this is a typo, but I'm still going with it. That's what a username is. It's basically your online ID. Balls! Uh, they are something completely different. That is not your username. It could be. You would just... Okay, we get it. We get it. Check out Super Gym Tender, by the way. Super Gym Tender, we mentioned it the other day, is part of the team. Super Gym Tender also has his own YouTubes as well. So make sure you check out Super Gym Tender on YouTubes. Uh, it is a good name. It's a very good name. Um... Pushing generic usernames since 2011. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, we are here to talk about video games. I was half watching it last night. I started watching it. Did you guys watch it? If you don't know what we're talking about, that is Summer Games Fest 2023. Uh, Jeff Keighley, who wrote the theme tune, sung the theme tune, directed and edited the theme tune, and presented the theme tune, uh, was on stage in, was it San Francisco? I don't know, somewhere in America, uh, to bring you Summer Game Fest's main headline spectacular. That is an event that lasted, I think, the best part of two hours-ish, bringing you all the biggest, the best, and the breaking trailers from the world of video games. Um, I watched about... 15 to 30 minutes of it and then just had it on then muted because it was it was all right it was just just a bit waffly for me but i haven't been through all of the uh announcements to see what people feel but we do have that we have an article from the Eurogamer uh team that says everything announced during summer game fest 2023 alan wake 2 mortal kombat 1 and two final fantasy trailers so we'll go through that then we'll talk about CSGO or counter-strike 2 actually uh the first major update has arrived since um uh, it, uh, since was it we, we tried to talk about this the other day? Was it was it is it a beta? Is it in an, a beta phase or something? What is was this? Sorry, Counter Strike Two. Um, I I haven't done that much research on it, but I still I think it's a separate launcher. I still think that the like I I was playing the original game like two weeks ago. There's no way for me to be able to upscale to two yet. Yeah, yeah. That but... I found 
But like, not not about, it not beta, about launch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay. We think it's a beta, but they're getting a full major update. Nice. And then after that, we'll talk about Western Digital, which has launched the expandable storage for Xbox that we've been teasing you about for two days, but we might actually speak about it today. Before we jump into exclamation mark F F, and if you don't know what that is, it's this free game Friday. There you go. Look at that baby dancing again, even though he can't hear it. You love to see it. You love to see it. Free me, game baby. Friday. It's a good game. Free game Friday today, by the way. Uh, do stick around for it. it for is. now, though. Mr. Bib, did you watch any of Summer Game Fest? Uh, I didn't. I was at uh, Six Aside last night. Uh, where, right, well, it was kicking off. So when I came back, I was. I mean, you should be because if not, you'd missed the start of the match. If you were at Six Aside, well, not when it was kicking off, then you'd be late. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what you have to do. But um, I watched a little bit of IGN's roundup and then I listened to what kind of funny had to say because um, there was a lot of games that I just completely missed. I kind of, as I said, caught the tail end of it. Um, so yeah, I haven't seen everything. I kind of have this morning obviously when i'm pulling the news together and stuff but there is some absolute bangers in here a couple of bibby games and also something yeah, yeah. that i've i think i've been waiting for my entire life okay let's check it out this is written by lottie lynn at eurogamer it says everything announced you're in summer game fest 2023 alan wake 2 mortal kombat 1 and 2 final fantasy trailers so hello Nice. Love it when an article starts. Straight in your face. Uh, the Summer Game Fest 2023 opening live stream has ended. The two-hour show brought us a variety of new trailers for upcoming games, along with announcements for ones which have already been released. Don't worry if you missed it. Below, you'll find everything announced during the Summer Game Fest 2023 opening event as it happened. Brackets. Be prepared. There's quite a lot. End brackets. It all began with a reveal for the Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown from Ubisoft, which will be released on the 18th of January, 2024. Uh, was this brand new? I mean, I'm not I'm not a big Prince of Persia. Uh, Persia? Prince of Persia. Yeah. Have you ever played Prince of Persia, babe? Uh, I have. I played one on the Xbox. Is it Sands of Time? Yeah. I think, that, I think that was the one that came out on the Xbox. But I think that's the only one I've ever played. I've played like... Like, I'm pretty sure there was one on the DS or something, an old-school Prince of Persia. Never really been into it, though. It's not really been something that vibed with me. So, seeing this, I remember in one of the Ubisoft forward things over the last few years, they were talking about a Prince of Persia game coming. Is that this? Um, I think so, yeah. I think this is the first time that uh, it's actively been announced and we've seen something from it. <laughs> Prince of Persia. It could be. Could be Prince of Persia. <laughs> you never know. Do you know what? I'm not going to keep this on screen too much because we had some of the Apple Keynote on screen uh, the other day and we got fucking uh, YouTube taken down. Kadoosh. Yeah. So. Oh, but by the way, by the way, I have seen when it gets to the Twisted Metal stuff, skip over it. Like, you can talk about it, but do not play it because people's uh, streams got uh, delisted again yesterday. Nice. Uh, so, a uh, bit of a word of warning. Okay, let me put this back on screen. Skadoosh. I just uh, jumped off because I was going to do the uh, on-screen thing. Uh, Summer Game Fest 2023 recap. Is that going to be too many characters? We'll find out together. No, it's fine. Let's go. Okay, Prince of Persia uh, kicking things off. Is this a big thing? I mean, as someone that isn't really a Prince of Persia uh, player, um, I know there's a lot of people that absolutely are hyped for Prince of Persia. It, was this a big thing? I mean, they've opened with this. So what has this never been announced? Is this the first look kind of thing? I, I don't really keep much interest. Look at what they say. So this was probably lost on me, which is probably what added to my... my Oh, okay. This is not that great uh, a conference. Like I said, I didn't watch it all. Um, and I've seen some people saying it was it was a decent event. Like what James K said, saw it last night. It looked quite good. Some games better than others. Yeah, that's probably probably the best way of putting it. Some games better than others. So for me, Prince of Persia Lost Crown from Ubisoft. 
I'm I wasn't particularly sold on this. I do like how they've gone for this sort of like keeping the um the platformer vibe, but they've got the 3D element of it kind of thing. But mm-hmm. but um that instantly then makes it difficult for me to play as someone that's now fully into the modern uh three-dimensional sandboxy sort of gameplay kind of stuff going back to side-scrolling platformers it doesn't pull me in as much i know you you would generally play that type of game more than me bib so what are your thoughts yeah yeah i mean as I, as i mentioned before when it comes to prince of persia i haven't really got that much of a, a keen interest in it um, is it something that I would be happy to play? Of course. It looks like a proper platform game, as Prince of Persia's always, always tend to be. Um, is it something that I'm looking f- like? Am I excited for? Not really. I'm definitely not the target audience for this. I'm not a, a huge Prince of Persia fan. So I get that a lot of people probably would have been super excited for this yesterday. And I'm, I, I, you're probably going to hear this a lot from me in this uh, podcast, but I'm happy for the people who are excited about this because I think it's been a long time since a Prince of Persia game has been out and captured the magic again, shall we say. Uh, sorry, I just got a message on my phone which di- distracted my attention. I was just looking. No, yeah, no. I thought your internet went down then for a no, second. No, no, I'm still here. No, um, I do agree with the sentiment. I would. Uh, there, there will probably be a lot of that for me as well. I tend to find that more with Summer Game Fest because even though Jeff Keighley wants Summer Game Fest to be like the Game Awards, and the Game Awards is a AAA top tier premier games event. So if we're talking top tier premier games events, you've got E3. Um, and probably Game Awards, that's probably it. Two per year, six months apart-ish. Game Awards, December, E3, June. Six months apart, they're your big ones. Then beyond that, you get your secondary, which are huge events for different reasons. But like Gamescom, which is huge for Europe, massive footfall. Tokyo Game Show, huge for Asia. Paris Games Week, which is obviously much lesser impact around the world than Gamescom does, but in terms of being a massive event, Paris Games Week is still a huge influential event. Uh, plus, then yeah. you've got other things like San Diego Comic-Cons and New York Comic-Cons, which aren't necessarily gaming endemic cons, but then pulling gaming into it as well. So, um, yeah, that coming back to the point, Summer Games Fest is one of those secondary sort of tiers uh, for me where it has some really big announcements, which I'm generally your... A casual gamer but in a hard a hardcore body kind of thing i like the big headliners I, I like the triple a's i like the stuff that's that's loud cinematic um so there'll be some of that in here because there always has to be some of that in to sell mm-hmm. but then you'll get other games and then that's where i come down to what bibi just said so i spend a lot of the time thinking no, you know i'm happy for the people that play this well done nice uh so prince of persia looks good it's not my kind of game but the fact that it's it's there, it's bringing back some nostalgia for people that want it, and uh, they've opened with it. Clearly shows that they they uh, Summer Game Fest are believing in this, so that's nice. From that though, we then jumped into this, which is more of my cup of tea, and I am excited about fighting games. I mean, and and that is something I'm gonna not. I'll, I'll hit mm-hmm. play it for a few seconds. This is Mortal Kombat One, by the way, which we know this is coming. We covered this last week, week before, uh, week before. But this is new content where they, they go into the game, like the characters. There was a bit on stage where they got Ed Boon up to talk about the story and the fatalities and and what Mortal Kombat One is. Um, and and that conversation, a little bit of spoiler for the game or for the last game. <laughs> I didn't notice that bit. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kung Lao throwing his hat and it just bounced off someone because it was just a hat. <laughs> nice. Um, so yes, anyway, it, it was a bit of a spoiler for me. Uh, so if you don't want to know how Mortal Kombat 
11 ends. I'm going to say it now, so you probably want to mute for 10 seconds or so. Um, basically, Liu Kang became a god and started his own new universe, which is where Mortal Kombat 1 begins. That's the explanation for this. So, so Scorpion and Sub-Zero um, are... As you can see, stood side by side in this trailer. They're not enemies. They're brothers. Uh, different people have different story arcs and so on. So that's quite exciting for me. Anyway, talking about fighting games, I, I was massively into fighting games, as the entire world was. We spoke about this before. Mortal Kombat's, Tekken's, fucking Primal Rages, whatever. Played every fucking one of these things. Um, and then they all became just... For, they were like the Saw films. It wasn't bothered... You, the, you got these, like, super over-the-top death scenes... But because the characters weren't really developed anymore, you were just watching people that you didn't care about killed in a way that was cool, but you didn't really resonate with it because they were, I don't care about them anymore. Um, mm. But starting it again gives me an opportunity to get back into this. And at a time where we've got Street Fighter VI smashing it, Mortal Kombat now going back to their roots and clearly becoming a massive brand, not just in the games, but in TV and all the rest. Uh, and Tekken is potentially coming back as well. I'm not going to get back into it. I'm definitely not. I'm not going to be a fighting game uh, player all the time. It's not what I want for video games now. But I do want to go in and just fucking sit in on the same couch, in the same room, ideally, in the in the ICU studio. I mean, you just sat there, just fucking... <laughs> Two fights. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, this looks dynamite. Like, this is the perfect trailer for me in terms of we'd love trailers to be 50 50 realistically that isn't going to happen because you need to be able to tell a story however this this trailer is absolute fire it's showing fatalities obviously because that's how you end up bringing a mortal Kombat audience in but it's showing you a storyline it's showing you excessive amounts of gameplay uh, for what you'd expect again for a mortal Kombat game this looks unbelievable i am super excited for this game and that's coming from someone who doesn't play fighting games all that often you can write off dead or alive you can write off um like i say tekken street fighter uh name them i've probably played them not necessarily enjoyed them soul caliber was probably one of the ones that i enjoyed playing the most because you could get yoda in it um but yeah this <laughs> looks darth absolutely vader, amazing depending on what console you got one console got yoda one console got darth vader right i did i, I did not know that yeah so that's what new, did you play on? was it xbox uh i'm sure it was playstation i can't yeah i can't remember which way it was but yeah one console got yoda one console got darth vader uh i don't remember i think i may have had the xbox at that point in time because it was ps3 gem wasn't it uh, xbox 360 um and i got the xbox first because the ps3 was delayed what oh my god these right. fucking these gory scenes are fucking amazing but the thing is, though, a lot of this gory stuff, it's like, okay, it's, it's cool. You're just showing me people getting murdered in a bunch of different ways. Great, fine, whatever. Um, but the fact that it's Scorpion, it's Sub-Zero, it's Milo, uh, Milo? Uh, Mylena, uh, Katana, um, Goro, fucking Liu Kang, uh, Kung Lao, all these characters that you've seen through different films and different games over the, the years. Um, Jax, uh, Baraka, all the rest of them are like Shang Tsung. Oh, badass. So, like, you're seeing all these these characters that you've played with for 20, 25, whatever years it is now. Yeah. And they've been restarted again. You know, you're getting to start out on the path of, with those again. Mm -hmm. it, it speaks to me a bit more. So, those death scenes now suddenly start to mean something. It's not just some different version of Johnny Cage that has evolved over the years and now has like one robotic eye or something like that. And he, yeah. he's, he's got squint power or some shit like that that you didn't realize because that was from Mortal Kombat 27, which was three years ago. And it's just starting again. Nice. Big fan. Big fan. Also, yeah, you could, you are, you are absolutely right. Just sorry, just to jump in. Yoda was on the Xbox, so that must have been what I played it on. 
Nice, nice. Um, also, uh, I was listening to that bit. So Ed Boon was brought out on the stage. Um, do you know what? I only found something out this week, uh, like in the last seven days when we were talking about Mortal Kombat 1. For anyone that was a big Mortal Kombat fan, and me and David were big Mortal Kombat fans. We had figures, we had sticker books, we had shit loads of stuff. Um, there is Scorpion, which is a ninja in blue. There is Sub-Zero, which is a ninja... No, Scorpion's yellow. There's Sub-Zero, obviously, in blue. Then you'd get, like, Reptile, green, and Smoke, grey. But then there was one that was all black, and he was called Noob Cybot. I only found out in the last seven days that Noob Cybot was named after the two creators of Mortal Kombat, Ed Boon, which is Noob, and whatever Tobias, which is Cybot. I only knew that in the fucking last week completely blew my mind like someone that was like a massive Mortal Kombat fan never knowing that until this week anyway anyway Noob or Boon was on stage last night and he was talking about how um, Mortal Kombat and this is something else I didn't know has come full circle Johnny Cage was based on Jean-Claude Van Damme and they wanted to get Jean-Claude Van Damme in the first game but it didn't happen and they've tried multiple times in the 30 whatever years it is since they first started Mortal Kombat to get him back in they have Jean-Claude Van Damme in Mortal Kombat 1 as uh Johnny Cage uh I don't know if he's just a skin or whatever but he's doing all the voice bits to it as well which I'm like that's fucking that's amazing, amazing. yeah exactly nice was it 11 that had you could play as like Rambo and the Terminator, Terminator and stuff or was that Robocop. 10 it, they had some in 10 and 11, but I can't remember which ones. Amazing. Which. Yeah. It was, it, we'd say this about Fortnite being the fun co-pops of video games, but genuinely that that was anybody who's ever been an action hero is in either of those two games with some of the best fatalities that I've seen. It was so good. Yeah, exactly. Completely um, genius. Because anyone that, anyone that watched um, any of those films, Predator, Terminator, whatever, growing up, then you suddenly, you're probably going to have played Mortal Kombat. If you watch them films as they were big, Mortal Kombat was big at a similar sort of time. So that's the reason why I bought Robocop skin in Fortnite, which is a completely different game. I was like, no, I need to have this. I need I need to fucking have that. I, w- I want to sit on the back of Ed 209 and walk through the map because why not? So fucking, yeah. Uh, anyway, enough uh, fapping over Mortal Kombat 1. That was only the second game announced in Summer, uh, Summer Game Fest. Uh, OG... Uh, prints with retroscoped animation for a proper challenge, says Super Jim Tender. I'm going to take your word for that because I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tila says, I'm old enough to remember the OG, which was pretty groundbreaking for the time, I think. Uh, once again, I think that was Prince of Persia. David says, when you said that, I thought it was going to be like the first Mortal Kombat film, Scorpion and Sub-Zero, deadliest of enemies but slaves. Under Mount Power? What is Mount mm. Power? I would have said my power there, David, but whatever, whatever. Yeah, Graham, nice one. Not a person with dyslexia. How great are you? Nice. What a, what a cool. What a cool. I know. What's the phrase he says? What a sad little life you lead. The um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Anyway, the guy from Come Down with Me. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Uh, next up, um, we then got to look at some rough gameplay capture of Path of Exile 2, the sequel to Grinding Gears free-to-play action role player. If you're a Path of Exile fan, then put 18th of July in your diary because more news will be arriving on this date. Um, 18th of July, so not long to wait. This is where I did start to drop off. So this is um, definitely not my sort of game. This is something wh- where I would generically throw out a hashtag Bibby game, but I yep. don't know if this is an, a, a hashtag Bibby game or not. You tell me. It is. I've streamed this on this channel, uh, original Path of Exile. Um, didn't play an awful lot of it, uh, but I'll be honest. But yeah, this is the this is the dungeon crawler 
type of experience that I know obviously you're not that familiar with or have that much interest in. Um, but will I be playing it? I don't know. I mean, it's free to play, so of course I'm going to give it a try. Um, but yeah, it's, I'm I'm surprised. I'm not surprised that it's been announced during this, but the fact that it's so close to hearing more information as well, I'm not necessarily sure if this is going to be a 2023 release. I've got a feeling that they're going to push it back to try and stay well away from Diablo. I'm probably going to steer clear of it as well, like Diablo. (laughs) (laughs) Very fair, very fair. Uh, Speaking of which, Diablo, by the way, we've just got a code for Diablo, so expect potentially some Diablo on this channel at some point soon. Soon. but not from me, clearly. Bibby's the dungeon crawler guy, not me. Yeah. Uh, following that, though, we get back into some fighting game talk-ish as Exo Primal X Street Fighter Six collaboration teaser trailer. I'll hit play on it as I uh, read the text. This was followed by a look at a collaboration between Street Fighter Six and Exo Primal featuring Mecha... I'm going to say Ryu, even though I know it's Ryu because it's always been Ryu in my life. So Mecha mm. Ryu fighting a dinosaur and a look at Mecha Guile. This bizarre crossover will be arriving sometime in the autumn. So this is Ryu and Guile in Exoprimal then? Or Exoprimal versions of Ryu and... Oh no, yeah, they're in Exoprimal. I was going to say, I, I, I didn't know whether we'd get like robotic sort of Ryu and Guile fighting, but no, they're in the game. Okay, they're in Exoprimal. Um, I mean, it's a cool little crossover. If you're interested in Exoprimal, um, or you're a big Street Fighter fan, then this maybe speaks to you. This one doesn't speak to me as much, and this is where I feel like it's not a little bit of the, the filler sort of footage that you will often get in in a Summer Games Fest. But it's nice, as Bibby said, if it speaks to you. Does it speak to you, Bib? Uh, no, I actually think that Ryu looks like the an alternative character that should have been in, the you know, the Gorillas band from... Well, I mean, they're still going now, but when they used to, yeah, when they used to have the the cartoons version, that's what I feel like this model is based on. Like this, the the shading of the character and stuff looks like he should have been an extra in one of those videos. But I mean, this doesn't speak to me. Yeah, but I'm happy for those people who do it. Does yes, I mean this. Next one, in theory, would speak to me because Nicolas Cage speaks to everyone. And if you don't like Nicolas Cage, then you're the one that's at fault here. Goddamn. Um, but Nicolas Cage came out, did a bit of an interview, and then this trailer, I must admit, I'm not a fan of Dead by Daylight. I know it has taken the world by storm, and I know it's got multiple crossovers and stuff, but it's just like you've just had an interview with Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage walked out at Summer Game Fest. Goddamn. Uh, did an interview, and then we jump into this trailer, and I saw this bit, and it was... I must admit, it was pretty awkward. Like, So we jump in, we get this close-up of Nicolas Cage here, and you think, okay, that's not too bad. The way he hurdles the fence is like full-on PS2 graphics. Uh, and then there's a few bad bits, like, where is it? Where does it happen? Uh, so the, the standard, oh, no, he threw a bit of wood in front of a massive beast thing. I can't get mm-hmm. to him very quickly. But then there's a bit where someone just kind of like teleports rather than runs. Oh, there it is. This monster thing comes for Nicolas Cage in just a second. And what's coming in from the left-hand side of the screen? Like, just behind this rock now. Slide. <laughs> just like, yeah. ah, like full on. It looked like more like Michael Jordan's Jumpman logo rather than someone running. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I mean, like I say, 100%, same thing again. Dead by Daylight, I cannot criticize its success. It does something very, very well. If Fortnite is the Funko Pop of video games, Dead by Daylight is the Funko Pop video game of movies. 
mm-hmm. and throwing Nicolas Cage in there with Scream, with Silent Hill, which is obviously not just a movie, it's a video game itself, and, 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 and a bajillion other things. They do something and they do it well. And it is a real good collaborative game. I mean, Tito says it is so boring. Don't get me wrong, I, I, I echo that as well. I've pl- I played the PUBG version, which is very similar, obviously clunkier, uh, but it's not for me. Um, but if it is for you, well played. Nice, nice. And now we get to the bit where, interestingly, I wonder if I wonder if Xbox will call this out because Xbox will not be showing any trailers for uh, movies in their conference, they said in some sort of slight Aaron Greenberg's tweets. Uh, but if we jump back to Summer Game Fest, we've got a Netflix season three official trailer. Uh, so next up came the world premiere of the trailer for Netflix's third season of The Witcher, Volume 1, which will be released on the 29th of June. So no January release this time. No Christmas watching or tossing coins to witches mid-year. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm not going to play that because that's absolutely copyright strike heaven. So if you want to watch that, feel free. For us, we won't. I started looking at it when it was on last night. But I thought, no, I'll watch that. I've got to watch that in, uh, in a proper 4K sort of situation. But yes. <laughs> nice. Uh, next up, this was immediately followed by a trailer for Witchfire, which is not, you know, how uh, he keeps warm. What's his name? Can't remember his name. Witcher Man. There we go. Nice. Um, uh, it will enter early access on the 20th of September. Uh, Witchfire, early access. Your cup of tea? What are you saying? Should do. But from looking at the trailer, I'm not sure. I, I think it might be a bit bland. It doesn't seem to be that many energy enemies on the screen. And I don't know. I feel like this might end up looking like a, the way that your character moves is going to be like a third person. Uh, sorry, a first person. Um, Bloodborne or... Geralt. Uh, nice. I couldn't remember his name. Yeah, the, the way that the characters move, it's, it's not... Uh, nah, I don't think so. I mean, I'm excited to see more of it. Um, but no, it's probably not. If it's, I'm being honest, it's a weird one. This one, like, like I don't really know what what we're looking at. Um, maybe if I was watching it with audio on, but also, I know it's FPP. But if anyone's got, I don't know if it happens with Samsung or Android phones. An iPhone has a function on a camera now where you you can zoom in and out, fine, but you can zoom out past your one time zoom now, where it uses your multiple camera lenses to give you a wide angle zoom, so you can go down to like 0.5 zoom. This looks like that. So you look like your field of view is so wide that you're almost looking behind you by looking in front of you. Like, just look at how weird and distorted like it is. There's such a wide field of view. It just it feels odd to me looking at this. But but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, once again, not for me. If, if, if this is yours, then enjoy yourselves. Enjoy yourselves. Uh, we then had some first-person shooter action with the trailer of a Crossfire Sierra Squad, uh, which is coming to PSVR 2 in August 2023. So since the late, uh, since the latest trailer isn't yet uh, live yet, here's the one released two weeks ago. I'll hit play on this. See, this sort of stuff has my attention because mm-hmm. like any form of like squad VR shooter m- moving through buildings sort of stuff. I mean, there's a reason people sell this for like weekend experiences. You and your mates will do some like lap sort of uh, role play sort of thingy pushing through buildings. I love that sort of shit. And VR is just that, but in video game format. So it's not going to set the world on fire, but I'm, I do really like this. And this this is the kind of stuff that I wish VR 2 would have launched with because then you've got cool... Like, the graphics aren't terrible, and they usually are in VR. It looks pretty good. What are your thoughts, Bib? Yeah. <laughs> on a very unaffordable yeah. system. Yeah. This, sorry, but I, I need to go and get a drink. And my, <laughs> my voice is fucked. Um, 
on a very unaffordable system, this looks like one of the games that you think, okay, well, if they're going to entice me in, this is probably the way that they're going to be able to try and do it. It looks good. It looks good. I haven't, I haven't actually seen the newer trailer. Like I said in this article, they've only put the one in from a couple of weeks ago, which we covered at the time. Um, but yeah, again, this is probably one of the, the games that probably would sell the system. Understand that I keep on saying probably. Yeah. Because there isn't, I'm not all in with this piece of software yet. Uh, sorry, hardware. Despite it being infinitely better than what you'd expect the PlayStation VR 1 was, I'm still not sold on it, mainly down to the lack of games, mainly down to the how much the actual unit costs as well. Um, I mean, as good as that looked, we do get presented with one significant issue. And that is this. This is the logo. We covered this when we we, sh- we shared the article like two weeks ago. How garbage is that logo? Crossfire Sierra yeah. Squad. Like, it's so hard to read. Don't get me wrong. We can tell what it says. But it's just so... In your quest for getting some cool urban gun shootery... No, no, no. Thank you. It, do you know what? As good as the game looks for a VR game... Because um, VR games usually are like low-res less polygon versions of their mm-hmm. full console selves. You're going back to the PS2 and early PS2 to get the same sort of graphics as you would on a full-strength console, so to speak. And this looks good. You're into PS3, maybe early PS4 with the graphics in here, which is great. You've probably not got Mega World size, but it's good. But then we go to mobile when we get the logo. What is this? That is Crossfire Sierra Squad is 100% being made by that fucking, I can't remember what the name of it is. There was always Gameloft. That's what it is. This is a Gameloft game on your Sony Ericsson, something or other. Nah, you're all right. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, great game. Just what look at your logo. Nice. Next up was a look at Remnant 2 arriving on PS5, PC, and Xbox Series X and S on the 25th of July. Did you play Remnant? I didn't. No, uh, but I, I arguably I keep on getting caught, I keep on getting thrown by the fact that there's another game that I have played called Remnant from the Ashes. Um, <laughs> I haven't played this. No, I haven't. Well, like when I was looking at this, this like it's gone past it now already. When I was looking at this yesterday, this bit at the start from about five seconds in-ish to about 15 seconds, 20 seconds in, reminded me of watching you play Resident Evil Village last year. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, there was a boss fight late on in the game, and it kind of reminded me of that. So I was thinking, oh, this could be a baby game. But it looks looks pretty. It looks gorgeous, this, in terms of the the environments. Uh, Not so much, like, it's, it's... the bosses and and their designs and the way they fight is that's the kind of thing that puts me off. But the world and the environments looks look really really good. Yeah, it's, it looks very fast. I yeah. think you I think you might be talking about the Heisenberg fight um, towards the end of the game. But yeah, this is um, it, it looks very fast. It looks like a cool uh, co op game. Definitely one that you will probably get the best out of it by playing with friends. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it looks de- it looks decent. I mean. And even if it's not one that you get the best out of it playing with friends, that's exactly what they show because I've just seen it says co-op gameplay trailer. So there you go. That's the right the reason why it looks like good playing with friends because that's what they want it to look like. So there you go. Philly boots. Uh, <laughs> next up, now we get get baby excited. Sonic Superstars. Oh, the announcement. This is trailer. one of my standouts. This is the one that I was talking about. So after that came the announcement of Sonic Superstars, a brand new game from Sega, which will arrive this autumn. This is, as this is Sonic, I should be able to turn the volume down on this. There's going to be no like cinematics around. Sonic it's is back a in a brand new adventure. Oh my god! This see, this is this is this is where like 
I don't have an issue with this because this is just 2D platformer. It looks like what it used to look like, but it looks sexy. Um, whereas, like, the Prince of Persia stuff, you've almost got that, like, what do they call it? Like, 2.5D, where it's, like, it's not 3D. And, yeah, and it's like, well, why why is that person only running one direction? Why does he not go, oh, fuck yeah, I'll turn right here, I'll go left here? Why is he just running across that one thing? Whereas this, you don't even question it because it's not tried to look deep or anything. It's just a platform. Nice. And, yeah. This looks good. This looks badass. Yeah, this is definitely one of my picks from this show. It, it, like I say, it's the next evolution. I mean, we've had different, we've had many iterations of what a Sonic game should be, um, but Sonic Mania being probably the best of the bunch in recent years. I know people will say that Sonic Adventure um, was probably one of the, the people's favourites and stuff like that. But this is this for me is what a Sonic game absolutely should be, and this is a day one pickup for me every single time i adore sonic i mean he's even on my shelf here i have had this little fella since i was a wee baby um i love sonic and I, this is definitely the next step for what we should be playing um you can make a 3d world if you want out of sonic that's absolutely fine chance i'm probably not going to play it the, the two i do actually i can't remember what it was called what was the 3d one that just came out what, what was it was that that's not mania that was sonic frontiers frontiers i don't do like the idea of that though. Sim similar, I was always Sonic rather than Mario growing up. I know Mario arguably has had more success in his career. Um, mm -hmm. I was gonna say until films, but obviously the new Mario film has smashed what Sonic made. So GG's Mario, you fucker. Mm -hmm. Sonic can't even have films. <laughs> God damn. But yeah, big fan, big fan of this. Definitely this this it and it won't be intensive as well. So this will be something that you could potentially play on portable devices, which big win, big win. Yes, please. Fuck Mario. <laughs> Sonic yeah. Blast, the best toothbrush settings. <laughs> um, yeah, fuck you, Mario. Fuck you, Mario. Nice. Nintendo, if you're watching this, I said it. And what? And what? Okay, please, please stop. The lawyer's back. Goddamn. Okay, next up was some good news for Honkai Star Rail fans, which I know you are, babe, as well. But it's all you ever talk about, really. As we heard, confirmation the game will arrive on PS5 during Q4 as the year draws to a close. Let's bring this back up on the screen. Honkai Star Rail. Is this a bit, bit of bib? The uh, no. benefit of the tip, Bibby is shaking his head. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to see that, check it out. We aren't going to be playing any of this, so it doesn't really make sense for us to uh, spend too much time on that. As we'll move forward, uh, this was followed by a look at Lies of P, a steampunk-styled retelling of Pinocchio, also as one of the creepiest stories ever told. Uh, coming on 19th of September, if you're interested in the game, uh, a demo, imagine this, a demo is now available for PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Creepy Pinocchio, what are you saying, babe? Um, I actually watched this trailer, and even though the combat looks... I mean, I don't think there's any combat in this trailer. I've seen people posting the 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 bin, playing the demo and stuff like that, and what the game looks like. It looks like a Dark Souls-type game. Um, I didn't know it was about Pinocchio, though, so that is something completely new to me. That might have me interested a little bit more. Um, but is it something that I'm going to sink my teeth into? Probably not. I will... Uh, watch a stream of it or something or yeah it's it's not something that i'm probably interested in playing i believe this is going to be on game pass says tito do, do you know what maybe i know we have seen life of p before uh lies of p i guess I said life of p lies of p i know we've seen this before and i can't remember if it was in last year's showcase or whether it was at the uh opening night lives or whatever we've definitely seen this before and it might have been 
in one of the Xbox. Uh, these are all the things that are going to be free on Game Pass, where there was like 13 games kind of thing. So it could be. It could be. Uh, Nintendo once sends that sponsorship email. Unfuck Mario. Unfuck him. Uh, so yeah, world looks gorgeous. Uh, oh, we're getting to see some little combaty bits, like sword slashy stuff at the end. Do you know what? Un- even Actually, I was going to say until this bit, but even with this bit, it actually looks very Hogwarts Legacy-ish. Like, the world design, the, the combat mm. sort of style actually looks pretty cool. Pretty cool. Nice. Okay, well, this is this has done a good job of selling itself to me more than it had done before. Uh, listen, pal, nice landing, but let's not make it a habit. Nice. Nice. Okay, mate. Uh, so, yeah, that's done, that's done a good job of selling itself as something that I probably wouldn't have been interested in. Uh, but after seeing it, yeah, okay. Okay, I could, I could potentially think about playing that and then go back to PUBG. Definitely. That's what I do. Anyway, next up, after that... Oh, let me pause that. So we, There we go. After that, we had a surprise reveal of Sandland, uh, a game created with the help of Akira Toriyama, creator of Dragon Ball and developed by Bandai Namco. It will be released on PS5, Xbox Series X, and S, and PC, though the release date is yet to be announced. Did you see anything about Sandland, Bib? Yeah, no. It's very... Uh, it, it doesn't look like my type of game. This, this has got... Flynn, Adam, written all over it. 100%. 100%. Uh, definitely not a hashtag baby game and definitely not a hashtag Graham game. But if it's if it's your cup of tea, then fine. You fill your boots. Uh, we then got a teaser for Annapurna Interactive Showcase. Uh, this will be broadcast on the 29th of June, 2023 at 8pm UK time, 3pm Eastern time or 12pm Pacific. It's the Big 40. Also, here comes the kitty. Oh, meow. no. <laughs> meow. 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 What does the cat say? What does the cat say? Meow. What does the cat say? Meow. What does the dog say? Meow. Meow. Said the dog. Woof. Oh, thank you. That one is confused. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you stopped there. So Spike, if you didn't hear that, baby, said this is the big 40. Because Spike's just thrown down his 40-month sub. Uh, It says, also, here comes the kid. Meow, 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 meow. (laughs) And then, woof. That one is confused. Meow, meow, meow. (laughs) Nice, Spike. Thank you very much for the forty months. Also, I did I did react to a poll in Spike's Discord. Um, Spike, you mentioned about streaming um, some more of your. I can't remember what's the name of the game. I've completely zomb- Project Zomboid. Zomboid. That's it. I was I had Zombie U stuck in my head, and my brain would not let go of Zombie U. It's clearly <laughs> not a Wii U game. Just let it fucking go. Yeah. So Spike was talking about streaming some of his Monmouth County Project Zomboid content. When you say streaming, do you mean like on Twitch or do you mean like Discordy sort of stream stuff? But either way, yes, please. Go on. Carry on. Carry on, mate. Um, uh, jumping back into this though, we got a teaser from Annapurna Interactive Showcase. This will be broadcast on the 29th of June, 8 p.m. UK time. Hey, is that an Xbox date for stray? So let's hit play on this. I'll unmute this one. And then I'll mute it again because it's clearly got licensed music. So we've got stray in this. So... Summer Games Fest showcase has a trailer for another showcase. Xbox would be absolutely mm-hmm. just windmilling at this point, and I don't mean with the penises either. <laughs> uh, interesting, interesting. Having a quick look at this, I mean, this is something I'll have to come back to and uh, have a look because Annapurna, I believe, are they one of the devs doing Silent Hill stuff? I can't remember. Maybe I'm getting this mixed up, and I probably should know this because you know, you know, working on. Silent Hill stuff, uh, full uh, disclosure. But you can tell when we say we don't know that much stuff, uh, we're honest because clearly I don't know. (laughs) 
So yeah, interesting. New showcase coming uh, end of the month, 29th of June. It's a fucking busy old month. We've already had mm -hmm. PlayStation Showcase. We've had Summer Game Fest. We've got a Capcom Showcase. We've got Ubisoft Forward. We've got the Xbox Showcase, if I've not said that one already. Plus, Annapurna Interactive Showcase too. Nice. What a time to be alive. I mean, on Twitch, Mother interrupted it today by bringing me a, a bed, so it never happened, but I will do it. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Um, do you know what? This is the point where... Even though we've known Spike for a million years, I'm going to make sure we follow him because there's a very good chance we don't. We don't follow him. <gasps> okay, we do now. That's fixed. Nice. Um, there you go. Everyone else do the same thing. Go follow Spike. You've just seen me do it. You do it. Nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, there you go. Drop him a follow like we just did. My heart is broken. Sorry, it's fixed now. It was broken. You just didn't know it. And now it's fixed. So there you go. Uh, yeah, I, I, I am tragic at this i think you are probably the person that has had the longest unfollow though because usually like uh it's only it's, it's when people stream we'll usually click on their name and and like mm -hmm. if we see them stream we follow them quite often we'll get people that stream drop into our stream but as you've seen then it takes me a million clicks to figure out where, whether i've actually followed someone so usually they'll do it and i'm live and then forget to do it when we don't when we're not live and i thought actually do you know i've never seen a go live notification for spike that's why so there you go fixed ta-da uh, next up, though, this was uh, this was followed, by the way, Big Zombie Monkey on Twitter. Uh, on, uh, on Twitch, should I say? Go give him a follow. At Big Zombie Monkey Twitch. At Big Zombie Monkey. Do it now. Okay, we'll give you five seconds. Is everyone gone? You clicked on it? Yep. Click on his name. There's a little follow button. Yep. Nice to it. Yeah. Nice. 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 This was followed by a look at Throne and Liberty, the upcoming title from NCSoft and Amazon Games. If you're interested, you can now sign up for the tech test. Did you see this? Um. Yes. About three minutes ago. Thoughts. Yes. It's a. Uh, I need to see more of it to make a proper judgment of it because obviously this is just like a, a premiere. I don't think it's got any. Well, it's got small little glimpses of um, gameplay in there, but I'm fairly certain this is going to be an MMORPG. From what I've heard. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think there's a lot of MMORPGs knocking around at this moment in time. If it is going to be, that's just... I, have, I haven't done any more digging. This is just kind of what I've heard from other people saying, so I'm taking their word from it. So I apologise if that's not uh, at all correct. But yeah, this this looks okay. Is it going to do anything different that's already not done before? I don't know. Um, I suppose we'll have to wait and find out. Yeah. I'm, it's, it's not for me. If you enjoy it, fill your boots. <laughs> Next up uh, is Warhaven, which um, after that came the trailer for Warhaven, which is a new title from Nexon, arriving in autumn 2023. If you want to give it a try, it will be part of the Steam Next Fest between 19th and 26th of June. That is big, by the way. Uh, Steam Next Fest, if you don't know that, is if you have a PC and you're interested in trying out some games, there is usually a shitload of games, like literally hundreds, if not thousands of games that you can try for a week between the 19th and 26th of june um and this one is included in it looks nice in the trailer um oh oh as i fast forwarded in 30 seconds it now looks like a bibby game yeah confirmed this is the one that i was speaking to last night when me you and nietzsche was on discord this is the one i was like oh my god this whatever the game this is looks amazing this is what i was talking about i can't wait to play this is did you ever play dynasty warriors of course i didn't <laughs> right okay well this that's what this looks like it looks like a medieval version of that game spike it, just said yeah, it looks it, like dennis Warriors on crack ha, timing <laughs> yeah I, I can't wait to play this looks sensational 
Um, this alongside Sonic were and a, a game later on in this that we'll come to uh, were my picks for games that I, I will be all in day one. It looks... The thing is, there's just too much going on for me. I would like it a little bit more if it didn't have the numbers and stuff. Like, I know that's kind of a big part of it, but, but when someone goes, spins the spot around and hits like someone for 180, say it's someone else for 247, that stuff just instantly got, ah, oh, it's too much going on. Breaks by immersion, I'm not that bothered. But it looked great. Like, quality, design, depth, everything. The stuff, it wasn't just a case of the stuff that's near you look good and everything else looked crap. You could tell, it wasn't like old school cartoons when you could tell which bits were meant to move and which bits weren't. But it looks good. Looks good. Um, this though, this is something I am definitely on board for. I know that Party Animals is much like what's what's the one? What's the one that everyone? Gang Beasts is very much like that. But Party Animals was my Gang Beasts. Most people had played Gang Beasts before they'd seen Party Animals. I saw Party Animals on a one of the Steam Next Fest kind of things like three, four years ago. Um, before I'd even seen what Gang Beasts was, and and it looked great. It was actually lyric lyric someone he does like sundays or whatever where people get to choose what games he plays and someone went party animals so a lot of people played it and it just looked great so anyway uh short trailer for fun looking party animals which will be released on the 20th of september came next great looking game super fun game absolutely i mean it's called party animals so it kind of is mm -hmm. said in the tin full on uh, full-on party game so yes please i will definitely definitely be playing that one um because I don't have to give up playing PUBG. There's none of the narrative and stuff. You just jump in, play one stupid game, and leave it again and come back to it <laughs> two years' time. That's my kind of game. Let's go. Uh, next up, Crash Bandicoot Team Rumble, a 4v4 multiplayer, is coming out on the 20th of June. Uh, thoughts, Bib? I haven't really got any um, with this. I, I never played the original. I'm sure, that, I'm sure this is a remake. I'm sure we've had a Crash Team Rumble before, right? I think so. I'm not sure. I'm not sure after I've thought about this. This looks like Mario Party, essentially. This yeah. is a Crash Bandicoot version of Mario Party. So, I'm a, I don't know. Probably not, Graham. Probably not. Great for party games, but not something that I will be jumping right into. Yeah, something that we'd probably both jump right into, though. After that is Remedy boss Sam Lake then took to the stage to introduce a look at some, quote, raw, unedited gameplay for Alan Wake 2. Wake 2. Thanks, Sam. Which will be released on the 17th of October. It's looking very good. It is looking very good. This looks phenomenal, this game. In terms of best-looking games of the whole whole presentation, this one is probably it for me. I mean, mm -hmm. we knew it was going to look good anyway when we saw the trailer where everyone was like, wait, is that... Is that oh, I can't remember his name. Voice actor. Uh, the guy who voices everything. Oh, someone, someone in the chat will know his name. Um, the guy who does... Voices in Metal Gear, Joel from The Last of Us, and so on. Um, Troy Baker, like Alan Waite, looks like Troy Baker. We saw that at the PlayStation conference a couple of weeks ago, and it looked phenomenal at that point in time. Um, so yeah, this just looks even better. But thoughts, babe? Yeah, this is definitely a game that's right on my street. I have a lot of love for the original one. Didn't play American Nightmare though. Um, the original actual Alan Waite game. I've got a lot of love for that. Uh, great storytelling. Haven't played the remake. Um, I'm spacing mine off the original one. But yeah, this looks like it has a sort of a Resident Evil vibe to it. And I know that's very easy for me to be able to say, but this looks yeah, very much like it, it would live in a Resident Evil 2 world. Like this is it's like the opening scene for Resident Evil 2 with Leon inside the petrol station. That's what this feels like. 
But yeah, I can't wait to I can't wait to play this. this. Is another game that will be absolutely day one for me. Yeah, Resident Evil slash The Last of Us, um, like The Last of Us, but with more spectral elements to it, kind of thing. I'll mute this now. Um, so like the environments look like some of the environments that you see in The Last of Us. Going into a store, you see that sort of stuff in The Last of Us, even the TV series. But then obviously it has a different take to it. But this looks great, and you can tell. Is it is it published by Epic? Something like this. It's hand in hand with Epic anyway, which then mm -hmm. makes me question. I say question because I was going to say it as a statement, but I don't actually know if it's true. Is it Unreal Engine 5? Because it looks phenomenal. And that, that if, if it's been published by Epic and it's a great game, this is the sort of shit that, that Unreal Engine 5 does great. So that's why I'm instantly thinking this has got to be on UE5, right? Right? Because it looks it, but I don't know. Someone tell me, don't hit me, but never played Alan Wake. No, do you know what, Spike? Neither have I. Neither have I. So that's the reason why I could say confidently um, that it's something that I want to play. I know that sounds kind of an oxymoron, but because I've recently, like, having conversations, as I say recently, over the last 12 months or so, having conversations on the scoop with Bibby and everyone else in chat, Alan Wake is definitely a game that I should have been playing. Um, mm -hmm. And and we'll get around to playing at some point, but I haven't played. Um, so that's how I know I want to play, and that's how I know this looks great. But but yeah, yeah. Um, I saw a lot of it look great, but I know I was hooked on another game at the time, but this looks awesome. It does look good. It does look really good. This looks like a lot darker than the first one. So um, I imagine if you want to go back and play the... I haven't played the remake, so I can't speak for that. You're probably not going to go back and play the absolute original one anyway, but this looks a hell of a lot darker than the uh, uh, the original Xbox 360 version. So, again, I don't know whether or not you could put them side by side with the, the remake, but it looks like a completely different game. Um, but it has to be, right? Because uh, Alan Wake is, what, 13, 14 years old at this point? Yeah. Alan Wake, Xbox 360. When did that come out? I remember playing this when I was in college, I think. Yeah, 2010, so I'd have just left college. So it's 13 years old. Uh, it is published by Epic. It didn't have the UE logo on, though, and which makes me feel like maybe it wasn't. But there you go. Uh, after that, um, Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine 2 World Premiere. Going to mute this. So this was followed by a quick look at the upcoming Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2, which will be arriving this winter. I'm going to skip through this because we are dragging on a bit. We are only halfway through. Do you know what? I'm going to start picking up the pace. I'll leave things alone now, unless anyone specifically wants it. Uh, we then got a look at Yes, Your Grace, Snowfall uh, from Brave at Night, which will be arriving in 2024. Um, another world announcement came uh, next. John Carpenter's Toxic Commando from Sabre, Focus Entertainment, and <laughs> the director... What are you laughing at? This trailer for Toxic, uh, Toxic Commando, it's like the sixth time that I've watched it, and each time just gets a bit more batshit. Do you know, I've not seen this. I've not seen this. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to watch this. I reckon you should all watch this. Uh, I'm not going to watch it now, though, because I've only just realized we've been live for an hour and 15 minutes. So we'll, 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 come, we'll come back to this. If anyone wants to watch this next week, we can bring it up then. But, but do feel free to check it out. We can drop the link to the trailer, uh, to the article as well, if anyone wants to re uh, watch any of the trailers in this. But I'll read that bit. Another world announcement came in next. Uh, John Carpenter's Toxic Commander from Sabre, Focus Entertainment, and yes, director of The Thing, the best horror film ever made, John Carpenter. Uh, next, Baldur's Gate 3 was up next with the reveal of Lord Enver Gortash, voiced by Jason Isaacs. This game will be released on 31st of August. They then got a look at Spider-Man 2, uh, bringing to light some details about the game, such as Venom not inhabiting Eddie Brock. We Venom. Also... Venom. We, uh, we also finally got a release date, 20th of October, 2023. Uh, this was followed, I mean, it kills me not playing the Spider-Man video, but there you go. This was followed, and oh, it's an interview, 
It's not actually uh, look at the gameplay. It's just a, it says interview there, so it must be spliced in. But I'm not. I'll leave it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was followed by a trailer for Pal Word, which answers the question: What if Pokemon had guns? Pal this World... is the other one that I was talking about. Oh, this is the, the. This is my fourth and final. Well, fifth and final pick from this. It looks so weird, but definitely a game that uh, that I want to play. It looks like Pokemon meets Borderlands, which is such a bizarre thing. Pokelands, Pokemon. I mean, that's absolutely not a Pokeball. That's a Poker Sphere. <laughs> not Poke, but Poker Sphere. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play this one. Yeah, I mean, some of it looks like an absolute guaranteed rip from Pokemon. That looks like, I can't remember the name of it, it's one of the new gen. That looks like an absolute Pokemon, that bit right there. Uh, but then you go back a couple of seconds before that, there's a dude on a glider from Fortnite. What the fuck? It's just yeah. like, let's just copy everything. Interesting. Okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, next up, though, we had a look at the uh, Land of Morning Life of Black Desert, uh, which will be arriving on the 14th of June. Uh, after that, a trip to Middle-earth to see the dwarves who make their homes deep beneath the Misty Mountains. The Lord of the Rings Return to Moria will be released in autumn 2023. I'm just going to hit play on this and see what we're looking at. Mm. It kind of reminds me of Gollum in the fact that it's using the Lord of the Rings IP, but not my kind of big blockbuster kind of game. Going ahead, continuing the fantasy theme, Sephiroth was the answer, uh, was answering his phone in a look at Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. Pre-registration for this iOS and Android game is now available, while there will be a closed beta test for Android run between the 8th and the 28th of June. That's right now. Uh, after teasing another Final Fantasy trailer, what we actually got was an, uh, a look at Banishers, Ghosts of New Eden, which will be released, uh, released towards the end of 2023. Next, we got a look at Like a Dragon Gate and the Man Who Erased His Name. What a title, uh, which leaked earlier <sighs> today. If you're, like, if you're a Like a Dragon fan, then put the 9th of November in your calendar. We then went beneath the wa- waves with Under the Waves, uh, arriving on August the 29th, 2023. It looks beautiful, but also terrifying for those who worry what's waiting in the deep blue. Uh, the tone then changed quite drastically with a trailer for Call of Duty Modern Warfare and Warzone Season 4, which arrives on June the 14th, uh, which took over our screens next, showing off the new Vondel map, and that looks like Timmy Tenders right there in the clip, but I can't can't yeah, quite it make is. it out. Nice. Um, at the opposite end of the gaming world, we got a look at uh, Fair Farm from Phoenix Labs. It's coming to PC and Nintendo on Switch on the 8th of September. Uh, another Marvel update came next with Marvel Snap taking the stage to announce a new game mode, Conquest, and a funny little trailer from Sung, War- Sung Won Cho. Nice. The the fantasy vibes then returned with King Arthur Legends Rise, which will release on PC and mobile. Pre-registration is open now if you want to give it a go. We then got a trailer for free-to-play Wayfinder, arriving on PC and PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S later this year. Paradox Interactive then showed off Stellaris Nexus. This was followed by a look at Space Trash Scavenger, another title coming from Paradox. The Borg then made a short appearance during a trailer for Star Trek Infinite. Next up, a trailer for the Twisted Metal television series, which will begin airing on the 27th of July via Peacock if you have that actually i did wonder what this was i did see anthony mackie getting slapped around by this clown dude uh and people were reading it into sweet tooth yeah i couldn't remember his name i was i was gonna I, I, my brain was saying sweet face and i was like no nope, never mind um <laughs> sweet face clown face clown sweet sweet clown uh, no no i'd have never got to tooth my brain would have never taken me to sweet tooth um so yeah, but I did see a video yesterday of Anthony Mackie being slapped around by Sweet Tooth. Uh, I mean, even if I've just seen it says his name right there, Sweet Tooth. First look at Sweet Tooth and John Doe. Nice, for fuck's sake. Um, so, yeah, 
this was edited into um, an Avengers clip, and everyone from Avengers was just sat around the table watching him get his ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, it was back to video games next with a look at Lis Fanger, the Time Shift Warrior, arriving at an unannounced date in 2023. Immortals of Avium from Ascendant Studios and EA came next. This game is a first-person fantasy game being released on the 20th of July. That's her. She's in Firefly. Uh, yeah, 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 that's what it is. Uh, the cinematic trailer for Fortnite Chapter 4 Season 3, also known as Wilds, came next. The season brings rideable dinosaurs and the return of a familiar face. It's coming tomorrow, which is today. And finally, the grand finale, a world premiere for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Who cares about Final Fantasy Sixteen? This will be released in early 2024 on Gasp. Two discs. The two-dish thing is quite funny to me. Um, as someone who actually still buys uh, the the physical collections of discs, the two disker I've not seen done in the longest time. But the majority of time now, the full game isn't even on the disc, so I don't know <laughs> why they'd need to. But I imagine for people who obviously don't have an internet connection, they're going to need the the full game on the the two discs anyway. But I mean, it's kind of a nod to the original Final Fantasy VII, right? That was on four discs way back when. Required a full memory card just to be able to play. You've got a memory card that's got 15 slots. No, you ain't. <laughs> it looks so good, this, though. I've still not I've still not played the Final Fantasy VII Remake yet, and I kick myself every single time because I had it installed on my PlayStation for the longest time, and I just never booted it up. So at some point, I want to go back and play it because this looks amazing. This does look phenomenal. This does look phenomenal. Do you know what? Square Enix nail a final fantasy game especially if it's going back and making one uh, remaking one that's phenomenal already this square enix is the stuff that people want from you not that form yep. party fucking splatoon oh god thing. what was that yeah. you remember that oh, oh god it was Tra- the it was the framiest trailer i've ever seen in my life it looked horrendous Absolute but this looks beautiful yeah this looks phenomenal this looks phenomenal Scrolling back then through the bits that were not watched, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth looks good. Fortnite naturally going to be played. Immortals of Avium from that thumbnail, I'd have to see more of it. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's not me. From the thumbnail, it was good. From the actual gameplay, it's not me. Uh, but but you know, it might be you. Um, Star Trek just just we'll skip past that just to annoy David. Uh, Spider Man stuff I will be watching. Call of Duty stuff I will be watching. Like a Dragon looks good. I want to watch the Under the Wave stuff as well because I always like to get freaked out by like fucking uh, shark sort of stuff. Um, <laughs> Lord of the Rings stuff would potentially have me, but probably not gonna be. And yeah, Pal World looks pretty cool as well. So there's a lot in there. Do you know what? I'll take it back from the bits that I watched. I was a bit like, oh, just give me something solid. There was a few solid bits in there. There was a lot of chaff, from my perspective, alongside the few bits of wheat as well. But I imagine with with a conference so varied, packed full of so much stuff, that will that will be the same thing for everyone, which means it is a conference, not for anyone, but for everyone. And if that is the case, if you try to satisfy everyone, you won't please everyone at every minute of every every. Uh, every second of the broadcast kind of thing so with that in mind you know what it's not a bad conference not great conference because that's he's not going for a great conference he's going for a one size fits all and that will never be the greatest mm-hmm. ever so jack of all trades master of none but still a very good jack of all trades so well done well done right the theme yeah, to nice uh would hate to not be able to play spider-man i know imagine imagine not being able to play <laughs> spider-man 2 <laughs> couldn't be me couldn't be me steiger welcome in dude um don't 
Oh, no, I've, I've run that way. I, I think that was probably because of the limitation of the console. Like, they always want it to be dark and creepy. It said Spike. That's obviously still on, on about uh, Alan Wake. David, regarding the PAL world, which is Pokemon with guns. Pika Pika bitch. Lol. <laughs> two discs and 200 gig of updates. Imagine still having 200 gig of updates with two discs. Sheesh. Uh, yeah. she, she was also in Angel as a demon who nearly destroys the world. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't watch all of Angel. I, watched, I missed quite a lot of Angel. Uh, if it was Star Wars, you'd play it to death. But because it's Trek, no, let's annoy David. At least you understand that, and I don't have to explain that to you. That makes everyone's <laughs> life a lot easier. Nice. Okay, even though we are proper heavy into this uh, show... Next up, Counter-Strike 2's first major update arrives ahead of a full summer launch, new loadouts and buy systems as Counter-Strike 2 departs Dust 2. As CS2 departs Dust 2? What? 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 Okay, I'll keep going. The first major Counter-Strike 2 update has arrived since the game launched as a limited test in March. That's it, limited test. They're not calling it beta, they're calling it limited test. Uh, bringing with it a radical new loadout system, new buy mechanics, and finally, a new map for testing purposes, Mirage. The loadout system has the potential to be the most disruptive changes. You can now choose uh, five each of pistols, rifles, and mid-tier SMG shotgun weapons to take into a match. Previously, weapons like the silenced and unsilenced M4 were assigned to the same category, so you would have to go without one of them. But here, you could sacrifice one of the less-used rifles to have both options available. This change has been requested by players for a long time and would also make it easier for developers Valve to add new weapons in the future. So it's a big win in my book. When CSGO first appeared more than a decade ago, it sported a, a radial buy menu uh, designed to mesh nicely to gamepad controls. After all, the game was originally intended to buy a console-focused iteration of the franchise. That menu has been replaced in the new uh, Counter-Strike 2 update in favour of a simpler grid-based menu uh, that shows your teammates' purchases. Crucially, it's now possible to refund unused weapons, armour and grenades before buy time expires at the start of each round, saving you from the ig ignoble fate... What the fuck is that word? I've never even heard of that. Ignoble? 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 ignoble. Nice. That fate of spending all your hard-earned cash on a weapon that you bought accidentally. Always a pain given the importance of Counter-Strike's round-to-round uh, -round economy system. There are a fair, few, uh, fair few technical changes in the new update too, but the most interesting actually doesn't affect the game client itself. It's the addition of ray tracing support to Counter-Strike's hammer map editor. Uh, as Counter-Strike's maps have gotten more complex, the process of calculating a level's baked lighting has taken longer and longer, making map making unnecessarily laborious, as you might need to repeat this compilation step hundreds or thousands of times. By adding support for ray tracing hardware, i.e. recent Intel, AMD, and NVIDIA graphics cards. Uh, compile times can be shortened significantly. Valve suggested minimum spec for this is an NVIDIA 2060 Ti. Uh, they mean RTX 2060 Super. Um, with an RTX 2080 Ti or better recommended, the AMD minimum... Okay, blah, 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 blah. This change streamlined the process of developing new Counter-Strike maps and comes alongside new workshop tools creating, uh, for the creation of weapon finishes, stickers, and maps. And there is more. I'm going to stop there. Um, for that bit and then actually the next bit after three months on Dust 2 it's also great to see another map added to the Counter-Strike Limit Test Mirage okay fine there we go Oosh. you've played a lot more Counter-Strike than me whereas yeah. I've, I've literally played an hour in my life uh, thoughts on all of that information I've been desperate to play it Graham genuinely been desperate at the very end of the article it still it states that the no new invites to the counter-strike 2 test appear to have been sent alongside the new update but with the game's launch penciled in for summer hopefully interested players won't have to wait too long oh i need to play it man like i need to play i am shit at the game i am absolutely toilet at the game but i love playing it so it's it's definitely a guilty pleasure of mine um not in terms of the game 
being fucking awful in terms of me being awful and there's only so much shitness of myself that i can take whilst playing it but i need to i need to try out all these new features i love it i need it i want it i need it now mate right um yeah it's, it looks good if you want to see the game played do check out beans tv uh, it won't be played to any any professional level beans will just download but you know you can see how he wins all of his prizes because but it's, it's just the universe balancing he loses that much on csgo <laughs> that he wins every giveaway that we ever do so there you go uh after that we're going to jump straight into our next story western digital has launched its xbox series and x x and s stories expansion cards so we're just going to gloss over this it's a short article and we've pushed it back three days three times this week so i want to make sure you know that the prices are 86 quid if you want the alternative to seagate's memory cards so Seagate got the original memory cards that you can buy to expand your storage and your next-gen next or current-gen is now Xbox consoles. Seagate has lost its monopoly and Western Digital is in there now. So Western Digital has launched its range of Xbox Series X and S storage expansion cards. There's a 500 gig version priced at um, $79.99 and a one terabyte version costing $150, basically. Um, both also come with one-month Xbox Game Pass Ultimate membership. And this is where it gets bullshit. Because $80 is less than £80. But in the UK, the 500 gig version costs you £86.14. And, and the larger version just isn't available. Great! Uh, the new range offers the first alternative to Seagate's memory cards, which launched alongside Microsoft System and were previously the only way of expanding the console storage for the native Xbox Series S and X games. Xbox One and backwards compatible Xbox 360 and Xbox games can be stored in an external USB drive, but they can't run Xbox Series X and S games because the read rise speeds are far slower and the internals internal SSD. Velocity architecture is what they called it. So you need to get new yeah, shit yeah. to get the good shit that's new. Um, but now we're finally getting cheaper alternatives and more options. Competition is good, right, babe? Absolutely, especially for a cheaper price because it essentially it felt like we was going back to the PS2, PS Vita days, you know, where they had to have, you had to have Sony's um, memory card memory card yeah memory stick uh, 2 pro duo I, m2 micro yeah. you try and buy one now there's still 250 quid mate so um i love the fact that we're getting alternatives i love the fact that the monopoly is finally starting to end and we're going to get some affordable storage solutions yeah absolutely absolutely tito says still a bit pricey for me but we'll pick one up if they drop slash go on sale 100 do not Same buy just... now do not buy now um wait until uh prime day slash black friday and maybe not this year because first year, but guarantee, tell me, call me out next year if I'm wrong and I'll happily take it on the chin. But just like with the PlayStation ones, I have an expansion in both of my PS5s now. I've got one upstairs and downstairs because I'm a snob. <laughs> Baby's got all the Lambos. I've got all the PS5s, mate. God damn. Um, but same, I thought, Do you know what? I don't need it right now. I'm, I'm surviving anyway. I'll wait. And then sure enough, uh, they go from 300 quid down yeah. to... Uh, about, I think it was just, I think it was just less than or just more than like a pound each way, um, uh, a hundred quid. And it was like the big version, not, it was like a two terabyte. I think I may have got a one terabyte version, but with heat sink and all of the other stuff that cost you even more and, and so on, they'll come down in price. Um, plus, if you've got Seagate and WD Black, which are your two, two of your biggest, uh, memory manufacturers you'll start to get just all the other brands making them now which will then just pull the price down because they'll take the bottom end of the market which means there's such a gulf that the top end has to come in a bit as well so mm -hmm. yeah that will all work um i thought this was an advantage over sony but they fucked this as well by having a monopoly on it yeah that's the thing that's the thing um anyone that has any form of monopoly in that sort of sense from a first party standard it's shit like playstation 
um, arguably across the whole gaming ecosystem has had some form of a monopoly. They haven't had a monopoly, but because they are so far ahead of uh, Xbox, they are why they are now. Shit, greedy for the payers. Uh, And Xbox has absolutely smashed it. But where Xbox hasn't is when it's the storage and and peripherals for their own consoles. And that's where they're slipping up a little bit because they don't really have uh, any other reason. If you want the storage, just get it from them. Okay, yeah, it's it's a million quid. Yeah, but I can literally buy a fucking mega speed hard drive that's fucking faster than your SSD sort of shit. And it's like seven times the size, but it'll cost me eight quid. Nah, mate, yeah, 200 quid for that little nubbin that you stick in the back of your console that gives you half a game extra. What? (laughs) What? So, yeah, yeah. All all brands are the same. All brands are the same. But this should hopefully bottom out the market for you, make it just a little bit more accessible. Uh, It's a self-made monopoly since it's just an M2 SSD with a proprietary connector when it was taken apart. Is it? Of course it is. Of course it is. Um, okay, one final article, which we're going to fly into and through. This is your free game. Friday. Uh, Epic Games Store. What's free until June the 15th? If you've never been here before, on Friday, we tell you what games you could back for free because we know every week there will be at least one on the Epic Games Store. And this week's is not a bad one. June the 8th to June the 15th. So from 4 p.m. UK time yesterday until 4 p.m. on Thursday, payday 2 is free. And the article says, masks on, it's time to work. This is written by Morgan Park and Lincoln Carpenter over at PC Gamer. Uh, The finest in first-person cooperative crime, Payday 2, offers an outlaw fantasy you could ask for. Uh, Go guns blazing in high-stakes bank heists. Or manipulate an art museum's armed guards with tactical bathroom hand dryer activation, which is exactly what I look for in any of my games to be fair like my <laughs> friends and i have spent dozens of hours of our lives doing don't judge me let us make uh, it, it let us make some pretty cool masks there you go you want a cool mask and you want to fiddle with a hand dryer then you know payday 2 is the one uh, but it's free so even if you don't want that just grab it anyway nice are you gonna be getting this bib uh, i already got it so have I already I. got it i mean you know it's good when i've got it like because <laughs> yeah. I always go, I'm gonna get that. I'll probably try to remember end stream. What was it gonna do? Oh yeah, leave my desk, and that's it. It's completely <laughs> gone then. And but I got this before we started the stream. That's how good it is. So make sure you get yourself payday two. All you need is an Epic Games account. You don't even need the launcher installed. You can do it through the browser, get it redeemed, and that way, if you don't have a PC now but you want one in the future, you'll have it there ready to mm-hmm. play. Nice. <gasps> okay, that's a big, big full show. If you missed it. Um, we had to pick things up because it was just taking too long to go through everything mm-hmm. that was announced at Summer Game Fest 2023. That took place last night, and there was tons in it. Alan Wake 2, Mortal Kombat 1, mm-hmm. Pokemon with guns. Goddamn, there was loads in there. So please do feel free to check that out. If you want the link to the article, we can post that in. The... Do you know what I'll do it right now? Right, right in front of me. That is the link to the article that has all of the video bits in there. So you want to watch all the trailers, you want to read the bits separate, then fill your boots. After that, we talk about Counter-Strike 2 getting its first major update, including some big changes to the game. New ex- uh, storage expansions coming to the Xbox Series X and, X-, X and S consoles, plus your free game Friday, which is Payday 2. Unseen. Oh, we're done. We are done. Yeah. Nice. Um, I am done as well. This is my last scoop for two weeks. I'm not going to be back until two weeks uh, and a bit, because two weeks today would be Friday in two weeks, and it'll be the Monday probably when I'm back on. So I'm not going to be back for a long old while, but uh, Bibi will still be around uh, where possible, bringing you all of the fun games in my stead. I will be back tomorrow, though. Do feel free to join me tomorrow for the last Chasing Crates with mates for two weeks as well, um, as I will be jumping in, playing some games with the boys, probably doing some Double Trouble games as well. If you haven't seen the Double Trouble League, 
We launched that on Wednesday. Basically, for the next six months, you watch our stream, you earn sprinkles. You get 15,000 sprinkles, you can buy a Double Trouble League Redemption. That is basically, you get to play one game with me, which is not only worth 15,000 sprinkles on its own, whew, but you will also get a chance to win uh, a bunch of Logitech G stuff. So we're talking mouse, keyboard, headset, mouse, mat, all of which will deck out your set at the end of the year if you sit at the top of the table. If you want to see any more details, exclamation mark, DTL, uh, we'll bring you those informations up and you can join us tomorrow and find them yeah. a little bit more. Nice, nice. And then on Sunday, Mr. Bib will be playing some Pugar. PGA, baby. Yeah, the new season's dropping tonight, so we're going to get into some rank stuff, maybe do some 2K Society stuff. Uh, <laughs> I don't know when their new Society um, events go live. It could be tomorrow. It could be today. I'm not too sure, but um, we'll definitely be playing a lot of PGA over the next couple of months, and we'll certainly be jumping into it on Sunday to try and get ranked baby nice so there you go that is the plan for us for the weekend do feel free to join us tomorrow and sunday for some PUBG and pga and other games that begin with p are available but that's 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 our set stick around we will drop a raid on one of our friends now but we are done for the scoops for the week so have yourselves a beautiful friday go out and enjoy the sun because it's getting kind of warm in these rhinos here in manchester shishtershire but until 10 a.m ish tomorrow morning from me and babe have yourselves a good weekend and uh, stay frosty stay frosty